to MDM Recordings in 2019, Langley, British Columbia's Tyler Joe Miller released his gold-certified debut single, Pillow Talking, at the end of 2019, and that catchy tune quickly earned him the title of iHeartRadio Future Star, and it became his first number one single at Canadian Country Radio. Then he followed that up with the second single, I Would Be Over Me Too, and lo and behold, that one also reached the number one spot, and it earned Tyler Joe the distinction uh, as being the first independent Canadian country artist to reach number one at radio with their first two singles. An amazing accomplishment. Uh, Then he released his debut EP, Sometimes I Don't, But Sometimes I Do, and that has earned over 20 million combined streams to date, probably more uh, since since this was written uh and the singles of fighting at the uh that hit the top 10 title track sometimes i do reached the top five also tyler joe was named sirius xm's 2021 top of the country winner uh he had four 2021 ccma nominations and man at the 2022 british columbia music association awards he took home four awards and those awards were male artist of the year single of the year album of the year and so can Songwriter of the Year. That introduction took up pretty much all of our time. Welcome to the show, Tyler Joe. How are you? I'm doing great. That's one heck of an intro. Yeah. There's even more to talk about, but I had to stop there. I had to stop somewhere. But you have accomplished so much since 2019. You've you've obviously worked at your career prior to that, but MDM signing in 2019. And then, you know, what dream for an artist? And I'll let you talk about this. And I remember obviously seeing online when you were notified about it, but your debut single hitting number one pillow talking yeah it's uh it's funny because I, I feel like i didn't really have much to say uh once i first found out that it went number one um and i still feel like i i, I barely know what to say about it it's kind of one of those things where it's i don't know if it ever really sinks in uh you know even just knowing that you had the top song on canadian country radio for that week it's just like yeah, it's nuts but mm-hmm. man is is it awesome um cuz i mean i mean for the first uh good chunk of my career i wasn't able to actually go out and play shows and so you you know you, you hear your songs on radio uh and you know you're making some sort of fan base uh in canada and even the us a little bit and but then you don't see it until you actually get to play a show and so i remember playing pillow talking for the first time live and just hearing the crowd singing it back was like that gives you chills. Like it, it was unreal. And so uh, that makes me feel like number one. <laughs> <laughs> now, of course you can't tell when you've uh, written and recorded a song, what's going to happen with it. But did you feel really good about pillow talking before it was released? Yeah. Yeah. I felt great about that song. Um, one of the writers on it, Kelly Archer is the one that pitched it to me and when she showed me the song, I just, I knew that that song was uh, a hit no matter who was going to be singing it. And so I just wanted to be that person that got to sing it. <laughs> and uh, that was supposed to be the the foot in the door song. And I thought that, that you know, it was great uh, enough to 
you know, kind of start making a dent in the industry in some sort of way. But man, we, we thought it was going to put our foot in the door and not kick the whole thing down. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I had a really good feeling about that song for sure. I hate it when the sun goes down. They roll up the sidewalks in this Texaco town. And I come home to a lonesome sound. TikTok till I lay my head down right around midnight. I can hear a whisper, baby. I ain't tired. Come a little closer and keep me up and missing your touch. And I want it, I want it. And I can hear laughing out of my chest, saying I don't never want to leave this bed. And even with her gone, I'm haunted. I still hear her pillow talking. And then you go and you follow it up with your second single, I Would Be Over Me Too, which you're a writer on. And that song also goes to number one. And as I said off the top, that's uh, some kind of record you made there. So literally a record and a record. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's what they tell me. Uh, yeah. I mean, it, it was awesome to have Pillow Talking, uh, you know, hit that high on a chart uh, or, you know, just do what it did. Uh, and that's awesome as an artist, but then also, you know, having a song that I actually was a part of writing, mm-hmm. um, and hear that on the radio and then see that go to number one, like that's a whole other experience too. Cause it's, you know, that, that's a piece of you in that song. For sure. And, uh, and so, yeah, it, it's like, I got to experience it all over again, but in a whole different way. 
aside from those great accomplishments, the number one songs, and then the awards that you've won and all the accolades, uh, what is what are some of the highlights for you, Tyler Joe, on a level that just kind of touches your heart and your soul, moments that have just made you feel great over the last few years? Yeah, I mean, I think it's been finally like one is finally being able to get out and play shows and hear people sing my songs back to me. Like that's, that's just the best feeling in the world. Um, or at least one of them. And, uh, <laughs> but then another cool thing is, um, I've been able to meet, uh, fans that have actually gotten like lyrics of my songs tattooed on them. And so for my song fighting, there's a couple lines in there that I've seen, like fans will literally show me tattoos of mm -hmm. my song lyrics uh, that they've, you know, gotten tattooed on their bodies. And it's just, it means so much to them. And I think that that's so cool uh, as an artist as well as like, you know, this is, these are lyrics that, that touched me. And, and it also, uh, you know, relates to somebody else mm -hmm. in such a, a deep, meaningful way. Um, that's really cool for me. And and I think that that really makes, uh, you know, that that really fuels my fire and, and gets me going about, you know, continuing to do this stuff because I, I can see how how it reaches others and affects others as well. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, those tattoos and the lyrics that says, to say the least, that that song had a, a big impact on them uh, for them to do that. And a song like Fighting is one that anybody who's been in whatever situation they're fighting, fighting demons, alcohol, whatever that weakness is or uh, that addiction, whatever they're fighting, uh, that kind of song can make them feel less alone and can make them feel, man, I'm going to fight too. So what an important song. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, it's, uh, it's cool because that song really did come from, uh, you know, there's, there's four of us that wrote it and it really came from the bottom of all of our hearts um and you know it's it, we we think it's hilarious because we had said all right let's write a song that we're not even going to think about radio we're not going to think about stream we're not going to think about anything other than let's just write a song that we really love and it ended up being fighting and it was the first song that uh the group of us four had written together and it ended up being my third single out of radio. <laughs> and so, uh, and to make it up to top 10 uh, with, you know, a, a powerful song like that, th mm -hmm. that was pretty special to all of us. So I guess a lesson there for everybody is sometimes you got to break the rules and not always think about what radio wants to play. Cause you might send them something that uh, they're going to play, even though that's not what they had in mind. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it, it's nice to throw a little curveball once in a while, I think. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, one of the main reasons we're here to talk about, besides learn a little more about your Tyler Joe, is to talk about Cavendish Beach Music Festival, which, of course, takes place in Cavendish Beach, PEI, um, on Thursday, July the 7th through Saturday, July the 9th. Cavendish PEI, as I mentioned, presented by Bell. Uh, and some of the artists on this, uh, along with yourself, are just incredible. Um, the headliners on the Thursday, uh, the headliners, Luke Combs. The Friday, it's Darius Rucker and Dustin Lynch on Saturday. Other artists performing um, throughout Cavendish Beach Music Festival include Kelly Prescott, Washboard Union, Union, Raquel Cole, Aaron Goodwin, Lindsay L., Tennille Arch, Stephen Lee Olson, on and on, Mariah Stokes, Nice Horse, Johnson's Creek. You are there on the Thursday on the main stage at 2.15. Are you there any other times? 
we're there the night before as well. So we're doing the, the pre-show kickoff party. Uh, so it's myself and Mackenzie Porter. Um, yeah, and then, yeah, we play that afternoon. And then I'm playing a songwriting round as well. Uh, I think that night at like 5, five or 5.30 or something like that. Excellent. All right. So things uh, yeah. get underway on the Wednesday, the 6th. Yeah. Yeah. So we're doing a little pre-show kickoff. So it's uh, hopefully... You know, well, no, hopefully it is going to be fun. And uh, we're going to get the party started a little earlier than we thought. That is amazing. Good to know. And uh, for all our listeners, I just mentioned the great artists, and that's only uh, some of them. There's so many more. Um, and you can get all the details and tickets at CavendishBeachMusic.com. Uh, and, and this is such an amazing festival. It is a two-time award winner of the Canadian Country Music Association Festival Event of the Year, a nominee for the East Coast Music Association Festival Event of the Year, um, and has quickly grown to become Atlantic Canada's largest multi-day outdoor music festival. Uh, just incredible. Tyler, for you songwriting, when did it start? How far does that go back? And do you remember what led you in the first place to start writing your own songs? That's a good question, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of hard to remember, you know, when it all started, but... Um, you know, I, I didn't grow up really playing music. Like I only picked up a guitar for the first time in kind of like mid high school. Um, but yeah, I remember actually like, uh, like in high school, like in English class, I remember I was really interested in poetry. Um, I was horrible for showing up at school, but <laughs> I would be interested <laughs> when I was, uh, <laughs> But yeah, I remember being really into poetry and stuff. And mm -hmm. so I, would, I really just enjoyed, you know, the rhyming schemes and, you know, making up stories and things like that. And um, yeah, and I remember I started uh, maybe in, in high school kind of switching that over to to music lyrics when I started playing guitar and started mm -hmm. singing. And uh, yeah, it was it was probably when I was around like, gosh, maybe like 15, 16. And, uh, you know, started realizing that I can tell stories through a, a whole other way, which is music. And, and I grew up on country music and that's what I always loved listening to. And, um, yeah. And I think actually the first songs that I wrote is when I, uh, uh, I started playing like in a, in a church when I started, when I started going to church in, in high school. And, uh, I remember like starting to write like Christian songs in that way. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, it's just another way to express yourself. And then yeah. uh, eventually it just kind of moved on to like some alternative rock stuff and then country music and <laughs> kind of all over the place. But, uh, yeah, I just loved kind of telling stories, uh, you know, the, all the time. Like I, I've just always loved doing it. And so, uh, yeah, I think it was probably about mid-high school when I started actually writing. And does one part of songwriting, Tyler Joe, come easier to you than another? Oh, that's hard to say because sometimes like yeah, there's so many songs that I've just written when like I was working, like I'd be like swinging a hammer or, you know, <laughs> painting a house or something. And I'll write a whole song before ever picking up a guitar, wow. but it's because the, the melody will come in my head as well as the lyrics. And mm -hmm. sometimes like that's the jackpot, but then, you know, and, and I'd know what the chords are going to be. And so I can just go home and, you know, start playing them. But um, there's sometimes where it's just a melody that gets stuck in your head. And there's sometimes where it's just these lyrics that you want to yeah. put to something, but you can't figure it out. So it's, it's hard to say, cause I feel like it changes every time. Um, 
but uh, you know, really learning the craft, especially being down in Nashville, writing with a lot of writers down there is, you know, just spitting stuff out. And that's kind of the scariest part of songwriting is if you're writing in with someone else, you don't mm-hmm. want to, you know, say something that doesn't make sense or say something stupid. And then <laughs> I'm writing with so many people that have such good ideas. And it's funny cause they'll just start spitting things out and it's like, Oh, well that doesn't make sense. And that doesn't, Oh, but this is cool. And so it's kind of like spitting out the bad ideas to find the good. And, right. uh, yeah. And so it's just, it's interesting seeing how other people write and trying to, uh, you know, adapt some, th- uh, adopt some things into your own style. And, and yeah, but I think probably the, uh, the lyrics probably come the easiest to me. Interesting. And what you said about kind of spitting out the bad and spitting out the good. I know that, uh, as you know, in songwriting and all songwriters know, you got to throw out everything. If you uh, hesitate and only try to throw out what you think is good, you could have a great idea or at least a starting point that you're not sharing because you're not sure but throw it all out and see what happens exactly and and something might stick and you can say something too that might not make a whole lot of sense or might be not not be right but then you know another person in the room can go oh well that makes me think about this and so it may not be about finding the right lyrics but it might be triggering the right ones too so now, I usually ask um, artists about influences musically, but specifically, specifically, I'll ask you, Tyler, um, about uh, performance. So have you gone to any concert over the years where you've been influenced or inspired by the way an artist uh, puts on a show? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think uh, there's been some shows that I see that it's definitely like, you know, I'm sure most of them are choreographed and and uh you know polished and stuff but there's been a couple that have really stood out to me um you know one being i think just one of the best performers there is is eric church um i remember seeing him play in vancouver here and he didn't even have an opener i think he just did like four hours of music or whatever it was three hours and it was unreal and uh just the guy knows how to put on a show and it just feels like he's just he's there for the fans He's just having a good time. And and Luke Holmes is another one too. And I'm excited to, you know, get to open the stage for him at Cavendish and then also see how he does his live show, you know, mm-hmm. maybe a little closer up. And, uh, and yeah, cause he's another one that it just looks like, just looks like he's having fun with his buddies up on stage and they just, they're playing music and there just so happens to be a crowd there too. And so, uh, you know, that's something that I've tried to adopt into, uh, into my live mm-hmm. shows. Like, man, first and foremost, just like have fun, you know, yeah. like it's, it's not about just doing everything exactly perfect. It's about like, I, I love just being up there with my band who are some of my closest friends and we get to just have a good time and play some music. And, uh, and yeah, there just so happens to be a crowd, a crowd around us too. And so, but yeah, those are guys that have definitely influenced, uh, you know, my live show and just being able to see how they, uh, you know, entertain a crowd and, and, and react to the crowd too. Let's talk about your current single out there all over the radio. It's called wild as her. This is such a great song. Tell me a bit about the song. Yeah, this song actually, uh, it got pitched to me a couple of years back. So it, it's not a new song to me. Um, but it was, it was one that got pitched, uh, by Kelly Archer again, a uh, good friend of mine. And, herself and brett tyler uh who's also a writer on pillow talking um they wrote the song with morgan wallen and uh this song 
just I, I fell in love with it when I first heard it. And I mean, they send me the demo and Morgan Wallen singing on it. And I'm like, oh, well, wow. how am I supposed to live this up? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I can't follow I can't follow up a Morgan Wallen vocals. And so uh, but it, it's funny how some songs come to you at the right time and some don't. And um, it's all about the stories that you want to tell it at at what point. And so um, this one came at just the wrong time for me back in the day a couple of years ago and uh, we had already had the songs that we needed. And then, you know, I was back down there writing with them and uh, you know, they kind of brought the song back up again and they're like, Hey, like we'd love for you to cut this in up in Canada. And we think the song would be really good at radio and stuff. And so uh, it just happened to be the right time. So we decided to release it and uh, it was almost kind of, we've gone through a cycle of different styles or not, maybe not styles, but different kinds of songs. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, you've got the pillow talking kind of like the heartbreak, but it's, you know, got a bit of that rock sort of stuff in it. And then the, you know, the corky, I'll be over me too, the really heartfelt fighting. And then just like the tongue in cheek kind of silly songs. Sometimes I do. Yeah. I kind of felt like we recycled back to almost like a pillow talking vibe uh, with wild as her. And uh, yeah, tried to a couple of new things production wise and, and just trying to refine my sound even more and more. And yeah, so I've loved this song since day one. So I'm glad I got to finally actually cut it and, uh, and make its way into our uh, radio releases. She never wanted to be white picket fenced in Her heart's like a feather in a Tennessee wind A sea soft breeze will bring her to life Another mother boy say she's a goodbye girl She is free laying next to me Cause I ain't trying to tame her love I keep the windows down and the wind in her hair Keep her heart hanging on around every turn She ain't scared to be tied down, scared to get burned Just looking for somebody else wild that is her
any new music aside from Wildest Heart on the way uh, later this year? Oh hell yeah, <laughs> yeah. We're uh, we're itching to get some new songs out there, so uh, we're we're still you know putting together a next EP or album or whatever we got going on. We're in the process of kind of putting that all together and figuring out how we're going to release it. But we uh, definitely have a new special single, something that I haven't done before, uh, coming out pretty soon here. So uh, everybody's got to stay tuned and and hopefully they like it. Very cool. My interest is peaked. I will be uh, looking out for that, Tyler Joe. Uh, once again, Tyler Joe Miller is performing at the Cavendish Beach Music Festival several times over the course of the Wednesday through the Saturday. It's uh, July 7th is the Wednesday and it wraps up on July 9th. He, uh, one of the times, of course, he's leading up to uh, the main stage headliner, Luke Combs, and Tyler Joe Miller's on that uh, on the fr- uh, Friday afternoon. Sorry, that's the Thursday. Let me try that again. Tyler Joe is on the Thursday afternoon. It's going to be a great time. Cavendish Beach Music Festival. Get all the details, all the artists, ticket information, etc. at cavendishbeachmusic.com. It's going to be a blast. Tyler Joe, thanks so much for joining me on the show. Always a pleasure to chat and best of luck with that show and the rest of your summer. Awesome. Thanks so much, Dave. Once again, my guest has been Tyler Joe Miller. I'm Dave Woods, keeping it country. <laughs>